Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, yeah! Another episode of Hard Factor presented by Barstool News Network. It is Monday, December 30th. And man, it took me a lot of tries to get that intro open. And how you guys doing? Yeah, it sounded perfect um, to the listener, but that was it took a, a, like four or five takes of that. Yeah. Yeah. There was a it coughing was... fit in there. Yeah, it was pretty It was pretty <laughs> bad. We're back, <laughs> bitches. That's the bottom line. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've had a taxing holidays. It's our second to last show in 2019. Uh, Hard Factor's first full year of operation. That's show number 337 for those counting at home. Uh, Yeah, right? Lots of shows. And we're kind of back to basics. Uh, We're just on a Skype call tonight and three MP3 recorders like the good old days uh, with everybody still traveling for the holidays. So we've got Mark. Uh, where are you at and what are your stories tonight, Mark? Uh, I just got back to Austin after six days in Northern Virginia and Philadelphia. Uh, uh-huh. Saw a lot of family, had a good time, and now I'm exhausted, but I'm back at home mm. with the five cats. I'm going to be talking about uh, Trump outing a whistleblower on Twitter. I'm going to oh. talk about a, uh, a couple that called the police on a vacuum and uh, mm-hmm. a little show, Don't Fuck With Cats, which which strikes a chord with me. Interesting. Nice. I'm very, I'm very intrigued. I'm, I'm excited for all those. Yeah, uh, and then, and then we got Wes also tonight. Wes, what's happening with you? Where are you at? And what are your stories? I am, uh, I'm in my parents' guest room in a chair, um, <laughs> and uh, it's it's time to go. It's time, it's time to get the fuck out of here. Time to get back home. <laughs> time to get back home. <laughs> Mark and I, Mark, Mark and I were talking about it. Uh, <laughs> like visiting the visiting the folks is pretty much now the equivalent of like Vegas. It's like. Two days, three days max, and you're just ready to get the fuck out. Yeah, it's awesome. You come, It's like the first day in Vegas, you know, first day back home. You come in, you're so excited and everything, and then after a couple yeah. days, you're like, I need to get out of here. Yeah. All Tensions trips in general. Yeah, yeah, all trips in general. Do you just pick up? You, yeah. Exactly. If you're at the same place for more than, the same location well, for more than three days, it's... Yeah. yeah. Well, and especially with us, with us, like us individuals as individuals, I feel like we've become more intolerable by the, by the year, maybe <laughs> yes. by the day. You know, so yeah. like the, the I, people can only take me for like a couple hours at this point. Right. Well, I try yeah, to so. be like a like a, a good person and it's hard to be on for six days in a row. It's like a, this mental dump of I want to be a disgusting piece of shit. So I, it's hard for me to like fake be a good person for for many days in a row. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm on, a, I'm on a sabbatical from booze, so I'm very unbearable. Oh, oh yeah. You must yeah. be real, real not cranky at all. So yeah. what, what are your you stories? off yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. So um, stories, clean guy. My, I, I've got a trio of tragedies for you guys to start your morning. <laughs> oh, um, we got the uh, the, uh, the the stabbing at a rabbi's house in New York. We got 
Um, the, the Thai Navy SEAL, another Thai Navy SEAL diver has died from the uh, fucking cave rescue in Thailand with those, the soccer team. They got another oh one. Yep, they got another one. And then we got some avalanches in uh, the Alps wow. that are killing skiers. Fun. Yeah. Fun stuff. Wes Good is, times. Wes is bringing the fun. Sober Those Wes. will make you want to drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. really, yeah. right? You, you might not be this sober is, after tonight's show. That's, that's All right. right. Anyways, uh, Pat is off tonight, and so my stories are I've got fireworks in Sydney, Australia, even though they have wildfires, uh, <laughs> m- multiple uh, tragic plane crashes over the holidays. So that's a sad one. And All then right. I've got some uh, construction updates from Las Vegas, so everybody will be very yeah. interested in those, I'm okay. sure. All right, so uh, Mark, get us going. All right, guys, a lot's happened since we last talked. 2019 is about to be in the books. We are back in full swing, as Will mentioned, five days a week, every week starting today, except it's only four weeks today because we're off January 1st. But our first story of this week is Donald Trump out of the whistleblower on Twitter on Friday, guys. He, um, the, huh? whistleblower, the whistleblower obviously is you know, I'm referring to the person who um, spilt the beans on the Ukraine quid pro right, quo the, phone call. The, yeah, that yeah. made the report. About the original the whistleblower call. that made the report about the Ukraine phone call. So Donald uh, re- went on a Twitter rant on Friday night, and one of his tweets was he retweeted from at SurferMom77, a self-described 100% Trump supporter, um, and that retweet allegedly revealed the identity of the whistleblower. Much wow. to Devin Nunes. Incredible source. Incredible source. Surfer right. Mom 77. In fact, Surfer Mom 77 has since changed their handle and, and name um, and has a history <laughs> of doing so to the point some people that did a little history spot checking on the account think Surfer Mom 77 might not be a surfer or a mom at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. And might, it might be a wait for it fake account, maybe a Russian account. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> By the way, we yeah. need to get some fake accounts going for Hard Factor just to boost our influence. We need to get a bunch of robots. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, there's got to be a ton of people in India or something we can hire that just like you know Hard well, Factor fan such and such or or even fake names and just oh Hard Factor is the best. Um, yeah. One one of my goals for 2020 is absolutely going to be to get a retweet from President Trump. Somehow, somehow I'm going to get it. I it's not that, not that hard, Wes. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I'm gonna, I mean, if the bots are doing it, I mean that right. that's pretty incredible. If he got botted, that's pretty incredible. Wes, you definitely have a shot. If yeah, Trump got try. botted, yeah, we can do it. I'm going to create three thousand fake accounts and and and, uh, and <laughs> have them always influencing Hard Factor and only talking about Hard Factor. <laughs> kind of like go. three thousand Hardo hives, but that's a real person. <laughs> Anyways, on Saturday morning, the whistleblower identity retweet from Surfer Mom seventy seven and a number of other tweets from that rant on Friday night from Donald Trump at Real Donald Trump. Trump uh, they were removed from the Twitter page, or were mm. they? Um, in fact, they may they, they disappeared and then came back for some and then disappeared again. Um, some are saying that uh, at Donald Trump and his Twitter guy, Dan Scavino, might not have removed them, but actually it was a Twitter bug. Uh, and Twitter has come out and said that they do have a bug they're trying to fix, which is affecting millions of accounts and verified Trump's was one of those millions of accounts of, that's affected. And the bug is in relation to some people can see tweets on people's accounts while others can't. Ooh. Little, Interesting. Little, little conspiracy going on here. A little big brother, stuff. big brother Jack trying to control what you see. Right. But even on uh, I checked a couple sources, even on CNN.com, which some may say slants to the left, they were admitting that it seems like a lot of the deleted tweets are, um, you know, these really pro Trump, really fake account type things. And they're admitting that it looks like only one side's tweets are getting deleted. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. Anyways, uh, we'll we'll have to keep a check on that. But 
Twitter's so-called bug might be our gain, as you can bet on how many tweets Donald Trump, Mike Pence, AOC, the White House, the uh, Andrew Yang, and a bunch of other people uh, tweet on a weekly basis by signing up for the completely legal and easy-to-use, predict it, mm. uh, to gamble on the news and get a free $20 to do so by going to the URL of www.predictit.org slash promo slash hardfactor20. Get that free $20, no strings attached. All you have to do is deposit at least $20 into your new account. And I have been betting on the Twitter markets. I think you have two, Wes. This week. I have, yes. I've, yeah. I've got some money in there. Yeah, who, you, mm. who'd you do? The low tweets for AOC, right? The lowest amount? Yes. Yeah, so I'm. I'm. Another thing I'm going to try in 2020 with predicted is to is to go as with the advice of of uh, Star Spangled Gambler, which is to is to hammer these these sure thing markets, the ones that are you know closing soon, right around 80 cents, like almost almost locks. Make a little bit of money on them and just keep it piling up. So I huh. took AOC's under on tweets at 49 or fewer. Got in at like 82, 83 cents. Going to make a quick like 25 bucks on it um, and get out. I'm just going to keep doing that and see how it ha- see how it rolls. I like that. That's working. That's also yeah. Pat's new strategy. I like yeah. that strat- strategy. So for those tweet markets, again, while this bug is in effect, first of all, I'd go low <laughs> because like six yeah. of the seven people hit the under. And when, when we're talking about these tweet bets, they have like different bands. It's like, will they get a certain amount of tweets or under? And then they go, uh, or will they get this many tweets or this many tweets or this many tweets or this many tweets and over? So there's a high, a low, and the in-betweens. And all of the, lo- yeah. all of the lows hit uh, pretty much yeah. everyone except for the only person that tweeted this past week was Andrew Yang. He hit the high. Everyone else hit the mm-hmm. low. Um, and what you can do is you can wait till the end of those markets. They're usually weekly or biweekly markets. So with a day or so left, you can hammer the odds on favor like Wes is saying. Another strategy is... On January third or on December thirty first on Tuesday, a lot of these tweet markets are going to reset for the next week. And when they first yep. come out, you can get into any of the uh, bands, those like high, low, mediums, uh, for very cheap. So I like to get in in the beginning and pick like a yeah. middle market because um, usually mm-hmm. you get them really cheap, and then yeah, wait till it goes up. Wait right. till it goes up and sell it because uh, it's not yep. going to win. The middle market's not going to win, but it's going to fluctuate. Uh, Anyways, uh, we're going to be talking about those Twitter markets. We're also a lot of new markets that we'll be talking about this week are all the states because uh, the caucuses and primaries are coming fast and they're coming furious. So I'm sure we'll talk about those later in the week. But the most important thing is it's uh, 2020 in a few days. Big election year. Big year to make money betting on Predict It. So take a few of the bucks you may have gotten for Christmas gifts or Hanukkah gifts and put at least 20 into www.predictit.org slash promo slash hardfactor20 to get a free additional 20 bucks to bet with us, to bet on the news. Let's make some fucking money. Yes. Yeah, predict it. It's great. It's uh, so fun to play. Also, easy to get your money out, easy to make money. It's very fun. All right, let's take it down under, guys. Uh, the Australian government is moving forward with New Year's Eve fireworks in Sydney, Australia. That's the capital of New South Wales, uh, even though that's also the worst province in Australia <laughs> where wildfires are currently taking place. So uh, it doesn't sound yeah. like a great idea. No. This is ridiculous. I, I know for it, like in Texas, when it's dry, like every fire department has, we have uh, burn bans because they're worried about this shit. Let alone lighting off the year's biggest spectacle of fireworks. Correct. Well, they've de- um, they've definitely know. canceled Fourth of July fireworks shows. In they Austin. have. Yeah, they yeah. definitely have. Yeah, in Austin, really. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Interesting. I did not know that. Um. Well, anyways, uh, it's not uh, so weird that the fireworks are taking place because not always places with droughts. Uh, cancel their fireworks uh but considering the scale like 900 homes have already been destroyed by the fire the wildfires in australia um yeah people are saying maybe you should cancel um they should yeah 
Yeah, it's not uh, good it, news for koalas. Right, exactly. The koalas are are, are being being impacted, and and so uh, Linda McCormick, who is a native Australian, she started a change dot org petition uh, because she felt like you know, like you guys do, that there should be cancellations uh, when when there's when there's these bad wildfires of of, of fireworks, um, and that the proceeds should go to uh, farmers and firefighters and healing uh, the, like the victims. That. The victims uh, of wildfire. So Linda started that change.org petition, and she got over a quarter million signatures. On the, it's pretty good, right? That's a great idea, actually. I'm, I'm fully behind that. You think do you so? have to be? Do you have to be an Australian resident to sign? I don't know. Probably, probably not. You, you huh. probably go to change.org. Go, go look for Linda, uh, okay. Linda McCormick, uh, if you want to. Um, and even she got some local politicians to agree that fireworks should be canceled to help save yeah. the koalas. Uh, for more potential fires that could be started by these fireworks, if one was to errantly fly, you know, away from the fireworks location and start a new wildfire, uh, and so she did a really good job, Linda. But the city, they are going to go ahead and go through with the fireworks <laughs> anyway. They said absolutely fucking not. Uh, uh, we love fireworks. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And right. not to mention, not to mention, you see the city lighting off their fireworks. That just gives you the go ahead to do all your backyard fireworks. No problem. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have at it. Have at yep. it. Have fun. You know, <laughs> make it the biggest year ever. Uh, in fact, uh, the, the city said that, look, they already paid for it. OK, it's so already paid. <laughs> well, hang on. How long do fireworks? We Remember when we interviewed the, the like top fireworks guy in the United yeah, States of America? Fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. That guy was yeah. awesome. Um, that guy was really awesome, actually. But like, is there like an expiration on these fireworks? Why don't you just store them and then maybe? Right. Uh, have, I know it's not the well, special day, but maybe make it a new special day. It's like, hey, we don't have a drought, we don't have fires anymore. Let's celebrate. Right? Yeah. Do it. Like, make it a. a we're not in desperate drought celebration yeah, after the make first your rains. Own celebration, like two months yeah. from now, whenever it's done. I like guys, that idea. Guys, they they buy right. the services in advance. Okay, let me tell you how a city works. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. they budget. For the fireworks the next year, okay? Uh-huh. Then uh-huh. once the budget's approved, they buy all the fireworks shit from the vendors and stuff for that year. So it's just uh-huh. like, basically the city's like, look, it's already paid for from the vendors, and they're going to take our money regardless of whether we have the fireworks or not. So okay. uh, we've paid $4 million. Uh, right. It brings a lot of tourists because it's over the bay, and there's like the beautiful opera house. Those tourists really would hate to not have the fireworks on New Year's Eve. So that's true. Bid, yeah, that's true. I'm. I mean, I, I'd like to. If I'm in Sydney, I want to see the fireworks on the fireworks day. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, right. yeah. Fuck it. Let's let's yeah. shoot those fuckers off. Actually, yeah, <laughs> it was a dumb. It was a dumb idea. It was a dumb. Idea. <laughs> I knew Wes would come around. Like, yeah, instantly. no, it's a dumb idea. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, so. Maybe maybe they'll cancel it next year if they don't budget for it. They budget for less. But let's take yeah. it to the internet real quick. Where uh, Die Cunningham on Facebook she says uh, there was lots of joy before these massive fireworks became a tradition. Be proud to see it canceled. Do something else joyous. She sounds oh, wow. like a real real <laughs> joyous lady. Die Cunningham. So she hates fireworks. Joy. Yeah, I don't trust anyone that I don't trust anyone that hates firework displays. Yeah, unless you're a dog and you say right. you don't like fireworks. <laughs> well, right. that's true, and veterans. But like, I don't think yeah. it's like the the visual of the fireworks that they're worried. No, about. No, they're not, not not really hurting anybody, and they're no. probably not going to start a new wildfire. Probably because they're going to be so you know up their own asses about not starting a new one with the fireworks. I would think. 
Uh, maybe some people in backyards, though. But yeah, this sucks. This sucks because now, like, everyone has to like in in uh, at work and in public, like, kind of badmouth the fireworks and feel guilty about it. Yet they all really, you know, secretly want to see the fireworks so badly. Yeah, I think you're hoping for the best. Yourself, yeah. yeah. All know. right. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I'll see how that works out for no, no, Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, we, we will. And I was also just thinking. <laughs> I was also just thinking, too, like earlier, I was cleaning out ashes from my fireplace. This is a little bit unrelated, but I I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think is going to happen? Like when you throw something in the trash, do you think that one day humans will figure out how to make like fuel out of the trash that you throw away? Or do you think that we'll just it won't matter because we either don't need to get rid of trash or or we've gone extinct? Mm. You're asking what's going to come first. You're asking what's going to come first. uh, Trash yeah. taking trash becoming too big of a problem or not, or uh, humans definitely... dying slash not needing to take care of the trash. No, they're going to need to take care of it at some point, <laughs> unless like unless something like you know the massive you know bug eliminates us like in uh, like did the aliens and what's go that, take, of the worlds. Go take a little trip down to West Palm Beach County, Florida, and get a whiff amount trash for me. <laughs> answer that question. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, All right, I think we're gonna do I'm just about. saying. You know, I, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. It's a good so, thought. All right. All right, guys, moving on. Um, this is my first tragedy. Um, acts of violent anti-Semitism are on a drastic rise in New York. And the latest incident, a, a mass stabbing at a rabbi's home in Muncie, New York, on Saturday during a Hanukkah celebration, is oh. the 13th act of anti-Semitism slash violence against the Jewish community over the past three weeks. Ooh. And the second stabbing in Rockland County, which has the largest per capita Jewish population of any county in the United States, where about I think a third of the population is Jewish. Um, so uh, the first stabbing back on November 20th, a man was stabbed in Muncie on his way to a synagogue, um, had to go under undergo emergency surgery. And this past Saturday, a man entered the home of Rabbi uh, Shame Rottenberg as he was lighting the candle on the seventh night of Hanukkah with over 100 people in attendance and just began stabbing everyone, including oh, the rabbi's yeah. son. No. Um, so, yeah, Jesus. just just crazy. Yeah, I think just, the majority just... of the attacks took place during Hanukkah, which I think ended, yeah. ended on Sunday. I think right. Yeah. It's... Sunday. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. So many of uh, the people sustained serious injuries. Two are still in critical condition. Um, police were able to apprehend the suspect, uh, Grafton Thomas, who apparently tried to run into a nearby synagogue to hide or stab more people. Um, he was covered in blood and smelled of bleach, so he was obviously smart enough to try to, you know, cover up his act. So there goes his, like, insanity plea, hopefully. Um, Thomas is also being defended by his pastor and friend at the United Meth- at a United Methodist Church who said he is not a terrorist or has never been violent. Oh, um, his, no. He's like yeah. religious himself. He's yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, geez. yeah. But not his... Judaism. He, he's no, no, no. Yeah, Methodist. Right, yeah. That's right. not good. He likes yeah. Christmas. He's pissed off when Hanukkah comes around. <laughs> Maybe a little, right. little overzealous guy. Yeah. You ever yeah. heard that term? Yeah. So and and it's ridiculous because his friends are coming out saying he's a wonderful spirit, defending him after this lunatic lunatic just tried to stab people to death. So you know they they obviously don't care that he that he went on a rampage and tried to kill people. Um, and one explanation being brought forward for this new rise of, of anti-Semitism by the CEO of the American Jewish Committee is that Holocaust survivors are passing away and the legacy of the Holocaust is fading. So, quote, the uh, the impact of what anti-Semitism can become is largely unknown to many younger people. Um, that's what the uh, the CEO said. And I was going to make, course- make a tasteless joke about, like, what is this, 1940? Like, you know, like with all the attacks. Yeah. But that's, that is an interesting... Interesting 
yeah. thought, right? That yeah. Is like, uh, yeah. That's like yeah. what, be, yeah, but I mean, you could make the same argument, I guess, for slavery. Well, for, well, for any, right. any, right. any, just uh, like time. Group. Not, right, not, well, it just racism in general. It's, right. It, it, it's, right. It's corrosive, whether it's against, you know, I don't Jews know if or whoever I don't know else. if it's a forgetting about the, or lack of knowledge about the Holocaust, but it does seem like the Jewish people do get targeted over the course of history a lot, like black people. They both yes. do. Yeah. And of course, you know, also like social media is giving people the platform to spread this kind of hate very rapidly and to, you know, many like, you know, similar minded freaks they normally wouldn't be able to be in touch with. So it just spreads like a fucking virus. Um, so this piece of shit is being held on $5 million bail or bond. And what we hope is uh, uh, this wonderful spirit, as his friends are calling him, gets what he deserves for attempting to murder people trying to celebrate uh, yeah. the religious holiday. Yeah, peace. maybe don't buy the story that he's like uh, the, the perfect the perfect church going man. Yeah, no, he's a lunatic. Hey, people, stop committing hate crimes. Like, right, yeah. knock, knock it off, New York. Stop citizens. defending people that commit hate crimes. Well, for sure, good uh, point. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, nice story. Story. That's tra- my first tragedy. tragedy guys. One of three from West. Tragedy one. All right, guys. <laughs> it only gets the... more tragic from there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a first tragedy, as shown in the wildly popular and still fantastic to this day movie uh, Home Alone. The holiday season is a fantastic time for robbers to commit home invasions while people are out of town. Oh, it yeah. is their Super Bowl, right? Like, like, yeah, you got to home invade when people are, you know, during the holidays. They're all gone. I'm very worried about my house right now. Yeah, to be honest I, with you. Uh, I didn't even yeah. go over and check your mail. Like I said, I, I know you didn't. Like, of yeah. course, I didn't. I, I, my I family might, I might do it tomorrow. I don't know. Mark my asked me when I would be me. home so he can get there five minutes before I arrive. <laughs> And uh, bring my mail in then. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna like hide your mail in my book bag. it's bad. It's bad these days. My family that stay with me. I they got home safe, but I was I, you know half expecting you know robbery. I was expecting yep. broken window, no cats, just like right. the cats got out. <laughs> uh, so it's not a surprise that people are on high alert, like as we mentioned, we are uh, in their homes at night uh, when they go to sleep this and last week during the holiday season. And that's exactly the state North Carolina homeowners Thomas Millam and wife Elisa Millam were in a few nights ago when they were awoken to loud noises coming from downstairs. Uh-oh. Right? Oh. So the couple Jeez. acted quickly, scurrying quietly to the closet where they dialed 911 one and whispered i think there's an intruder in our home please get here quick oh my god uh or something like that uh and then when officers from the forsyth county sheriff's department arrived at the house their investigation found that instead of a human intruder in a in a balaclava they found a (laughs) robotic vacuum running into a wall (laughs) <laughs> it's like a fucking room so fucking it turns out the millums had bought a eufy i don't know if i'm pronouncing that correctly e-u-f-y uh, uh robotic vacuum which mm-hmm. they even named harry but they'd only bought it a few <laughs> days prior and never owned one so that vacuum wasn't familiar with their home yet and wasn't programmed to their walls so it was just running into walls and they weren't used to the noises it made so they thought well, it was an invader. Uh, no, no i mean if, you're, if your vacuum like needs to be programmed to your home no no that's just a shitty that's not that's they didn't they didn't buy you know it's not a it's not a not a, a robot it's not, not a room right yeah. Yeah. no it's a yufi i thought it took right. a few days for it to like learn the layout and sometimes that's it ran, a, that's a, ran it's supposed to just work these people <laughs> just didn't realize they had bought a they had like a shitty one a yeah. robot yeah free it, in the house and then they're like oh fuck we, we 
it's you know there's an intruder no it's just the robot that you turned that's on a, uh, in the house yeah that's a that's a groupon robot vacuum they bought it from it a, ro- a local robber who and then the, the yeah. robot the vacuum opened the door for him um so <laughs> uh it um basically that what happened was town now town coward thomas millam went on to say uh <laughs> the, the officers all just started laughing because they knew it was just one of those things but they were all great about it just um, one of those things yeah but it's definitely better safe than sorry because having heard what we did i still would call the police uh you just oh never my know. god uh i'm surprised the officers didn't all take a turn with thomas's wife in front of him while, <laughs> while he watched and did nothing like he's really did, he didn't even go downstairs he he went straight to a closet like send her to the fucking closet and say yeah. if you hear gunshots or me screaming or i don't come back in five minutes call the cops don't fucking go straight to the closet and call the cops because you hear a clamoring downstairs you piece of yeah. shit coward yeah we're, we're like, sitting we're sitting ducks right now <laughs> He's Don't. like, yeah, he goes, he goes, the cops, the cops are being so nice, but it's, what do you say? It's such a thing. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things. Yeah. It's the, just you, one of those things. Yeah. The, you the woke thing up, being yeah, that you you're woke, a cowardly you made, moron. You made 10 officers come to your house on Christmas night, you prick. Or like, yeah. <laughs> you fucking loser. That's hilarious. Anyways, that's that one. That's nice. amazing. All right. Let's move on to a little bit uh, once a little bit more somber uh, tragedy struck uh, for small plane aviators and passengers over the holidays um, as small plane crashes led to the deaths of at least six uh, with eight more injured across accidents in Louisiana, Maryland, New York and North Carolina. So uh, the one in Louisiana was particularly bad uh, with five people dying including a young sports reporter who happened to be the daughter-in-law of LSU offensive coordinator Steve Ensminger. So uh, Carly Carly McCord is her name. She's 30 years old. She was a sports reporter in Baton Rouge in New Orleans and was married to Steve Ensminger Jr., uh, the offensive coordinator's son. And it's just a tragedy for him, you know, uh, and his his son. Obviously, uh, the yeah. th- you know the 30 year old. It was wife the day of the playoff game. He had to coach. Like an she, hour later, right? Yeah. She was on the way to yeah. the the um, Peach Bowl, right yeah. in, in Atlanta. Yeah, so um, unreal. By the uh, way, not 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 really. This is insensitive because of the timing of this joke, but that game was also a tragedy for Oklahoma. Right? Yeah, uh, I was going to yeah. make an insensitive joke about yeah. like not even scoring sixty three on Oklahoma could, but yes, uh, they got beat all, down. But yeah. Right. All joking aside and the reality that uh, LSU did destroy Oklahoma aside, terrible for Coach Inspinger um, and his son, uh, the whole family, uh, you know, 30 years old. Uh, the wife, she was a well-liked sports reporter. Unbelievable tragedy for their family. Um, there was also a 15 year old boy on board that Louisiana flight. So another tragic one there. Um, the other flights that went down, the North Carolina one had four people injured when a small plane failed to take off properly. So that just like crash in a parking lot like immediately after takeoff um mm-hmm. a solo man crashed into the woods injuring only his pride in long island um and then the crash in maryland was a lucky one only the pilot died but he crashed into two houses uh and caught a vehicle on fire when he crashed he hit two houses in a car and he uh and he only only one person died wow yeah only him only the pilot oh. of the plane so that's that was a pretty lucky one um and i don't oh. think i've ever flown on something smaller than like a plane that takes you to key west or something but i definitely don't plan on it now and uh you know hearts go out to the victims and their families in, in these uh crashes yep yeah 
And there was like, wasn't there another plane crash, like a bigger one in like Kazakhstan or something? Like yeah, 100 people 60, were on the plane. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah non US. I think there was yeah. also other, yeah, plane crashes too. But those were a oh. bigger, bigger plane, yeah. Everyone's flying, you know, during the holidays. It's, it's, right. it's not, I don't think it's anything outside of uh, Boeing, Boeing's one plane that was a murder plane. Uh, it's nothing right. unusual besides the increase in flights. Right. Tons yeah. of people in the air. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, on to another tragedy, guys. Um, so the Alps are usually uh, known for great skiing, right? And even if you don't ski, you've heard uh, the, the ski, in, ski in the Alps. It's pretty much a bucket list item for every avid skier to one day ski the Alps. But in the past 24 hours, the Italian Alps specifically are a fucking death trap as two avalanches have claimed the lives of four skiers, including two children and a man and a woman. Um, so Ugh, what the, a way to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, an avalanche? Oh Getting chased by an avalanche has got to be just, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's and just, being ba- that's buried be in one snow. of the most terrifying ways. Because you're going to be alive a while, yeah. too. A tsunami yeah, exactly. in non-liquid form, like a physical tsunami. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. So the first bi- victims, the woman and the children, all German and regular skiers, died on Saturday at the Val Sinales Glacier in South Ty- uh, Tyrol, which is a province in northern Italy. The last victim, a 28-year-old man, died Sunday at the Brenta uh, Dolomite or Dolomite Mountains, and mm. officials are on their way to determine if the ski areas took the proper measures, such as you know controlled avalanches, like they that like they do to ensure the public right. safety. Like, did they put up the sign saying avalanche area? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, did yeah, they tell the yodelers uh, to leave Ma- to stop making mount- noise? Mountains are a dangerous place to mark yeah. point. I mean, you 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 can't. Yeah, yeah. They're they're only going to be able to do so much. Sometimes those got, one those those out mountains. Like especially like the bigger yeah, they are, oh, the, you know, oh yeah, they're they're crazy. So and some and some some are hinting that that it might have been a rogue skier uh, looking for some off course thrills that may have started um, the avalanches. So a guy going up the tracks maybe fucks with some of the, the powder shit. there, and that's, then just that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, creates creates these deadly avalanches. So, um, luckily, what many the more fuck victims. Is like Wa- Wario and Waluigi. <laughs> That's what I was picturing. <laughs> like, a guy with like exactly. a dynamite string and like the two handed <laughs> pump. He like right, <laughs> yeah, exactly, pushing yeah. down the dynamite. I hope it no. wasn't that. Jeez, no. That's All I had good. to do was just ski in an area that was just you know, some not, hot not shot. Safe. That should be manslaughter if that's the case. That's ridiculous. It, pretty yeah. much, yeah. So that's definitely luckily, a crime. Luckily, more victims uh, that were trapped in the snow were rescued by, you know, those awesome dogs and rescue teams that can sniff them out in the snow. So it could have been a lot worse. Um, and hopefully some stronger safety measures to go in will go into effect. At these apparently avalanche prone mountains. So nobody dials while, uh, while on fucking vacation anymore skiing. So um, that's that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully yeah. they're they're done over there. I saw a hilarious stand up special over the break. Um, I forget the guy's last name. He's this Italian guy's first name, Sebastian. Oh Long yeah, last yeah. name. That yeah, he was on Stern recently. Is, yes, he was. He was talking about yeah. a special. That guy. That's one of the best comedy specials I've seen. Nonstop laughter throughout. And he brings up a good point that I I completely agree with. He goes, I don't do any activities that require a safety instructional course before the activity. I'm not going on that fucking mountain. Yeah, yeah, me. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's it's, like, it's 20 it's 2020 at this point right? basically two days left 2019 yeah i mean we gotta we gotta be smart <laughs> gotta yes, be sharp agreed. out there agreed yeah. speaking of uh have you guys seen or heard of of this netflix special the the netflix original documentary don't fuck with cats no no Holy but shit. i saw have you seen it on the timeline though of netflix like it's like the number one thing you know trending. no it hasn't I, even I, no it hasn't been hasn't yeah been. after our after I saw your your tweet with the cat, and then like that you got into like the don't fuck with cats. I looked it up, 
and it sounds extremely fucked up. I'm oh, sure buddy, it, is it intense? Um, it tells uh, the tr- true story of convicted Canadian murderer Luca Magnata, um, who what he did was he like circulated or put out videos of himself torturing animals, kittens in particular, and a, and a dog or two in like oh. the late 2008, mm. 9, 10 time frame. And then mm. later in 2012, he put out a video of him murdering a Chinese engineering student, exchange student or whatever, um, it's a Canadian student that was of Chinese descent named Lin June. And it was just him murdering him. Uh, and it went around the internet on a website that later got shut down for putting out these fucking murder videos. I was hosting it. Like, uh, yeah. what's it called? Got shut down for putting out the Hulk Hogan sex video. Gawker. Yeah. This, Gawker. this, yeah. this, yeah. this place got shut down because people were murdering people and posting it uh, for everyone to see. That's a little worse. Didn't have to go on the dark web at all. Uh, yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's kind of narrated or told from the, uh, a group of like the leaders of a group of amateur Internet detectives that got super pissed back in 2008 or 9 when they saw the kitten killing video hence the name don't fuck with cats and they mm. mentioned that apparently the the number one rule or rule number zero of the internet for nerds is that you don't funk fuck with cats or the internet nerds will come after you so that was like <laughs> that's like the premise of this show is these people uh, it's like internet justice because yes, because of the right. cats they found the video back then and For he the doesn't cats. he doesn't say who he is or disclose his identity <clears throat> and they went frame by frame and found geolocated him and found clues and they found out who this guy was and then they warned canadian authorities that he was probably going to kill someone and they didn't listen to them and he killed yeah. someone uh and that's, that's like number the, one serial killer like, wow. like warning <laughs> sign murdering is, cats and yeah and, how dumb do you feel if you're those cops right pretty dumb um, they yeah. interview one lady who's in particularly pretty dumb in the Montreal police force. At least she came off that way to me. Um, but it's a fucked up show. Uh, the first episode hmm. in particular is basically unwatchable for several parts. Well, it's because, a man murdering, murdering cats. And they show the video um, <laughs> almost to completion. And they yeah. show some of the after effects, like him playing with the dead cat's, cat's body in bathtubs. Uh, oh. it, he suffocated him in like airtight plastic bags. This is what you've been doing all break? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was rough. It was rough. I don't know why. Like surrounded my by wife cats and I are watching, watching it while die. our cats are at home, and she's like looking away. She's she's pointing the uh, the laptop. We're watching on like a tablet. She's like shifting the tablet directly to me during the cat scenes. I'm like I don't want to see this. Um, anyways, the, full blast cat torture yeah. in your eyes. <laughs> it's rough. Uh, I would right before you go to bed. I, I would advise you know having the the fast forward button or pause button on hand if you do want to watch the show. It's interesting. Long story short, they catch the guy. Convict him of murder in 2014, and he's in jail for life, and he's a sick little. Oh my little gosh! Fucker. Keep that fucking guy locked up. All right, we yeah. got, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna move on because we gotta go yeah. quick for the last two. All right, so we uh, got some uh, Las Vegas construction updates. This is a bit of Elon's world too. So first up, Elon Musk says the Boring Company will hopefully finish a tunnel from the Las Vegas Convention Center to the Strip by the end of 2020. Nice. So, cool. uh, yeah, so that would be a, a nice little tunnel. Get me could... to the strip faster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just moves people quicker between mm-hmm. the two places. Uh, and this would be the Boring Company's first commercial tunnel in operation once it's launched, if it ever is launched. And it would take passengers underground about a mile. It speeds up to 155 miles per hour. Now, Do they have to go that fast? Do they? I mean, well, I got to get whole, to the casino. Hyperloop. It's the Hyperloop, Wes. So Jesus. You know, you got it. And Musk says it can go up to 600 miles an hour one day, (laughs) you know, one day. Uh, But but he also said that he was going to get this tunnel done by the end of 2019. Uh, So another delayed project. And you can always uh, add two. You can always add two to five years to whatever date he says is going to happen. 
Right. right. Yeah, or like six. It seems like it's, it's like the every, rule. Of, it's like the rule of a guy tells you how many people he's banged, and you have to uh, uh, divide it by three. You can multiply by three for his his time. And lines. the bigger the project, probably the longer the delay. Likely, anyways. Right. Yes. Anyways, uh, in other Vegas news, the new Raiders Stadium is beginning to take shape. It's going to be called Allegiant Stadium. It's worth a reported two billion bucks. That's what it costs to build. It's going to fit 65,000 people. It'll play host to the Vegas Raiders starting next season. It looks incredible. Yeah, it does. It looks awesome. It's pretty badass. I mean, it's all black. All the black like windows around it. Uh, people call it the Death Star. Yes. I imagine like going there to Vegas to watch your team play is going to be in, uh, just such a great yeah. experience. Like, I want to be there so bad. Yeah, it, it, but not everybody's loving the stadium, though. Some people say it looks like a giant Roomba, <laughs> uh, which I think that once you see that, a Roomba next to the stadium, it definitely does. I'd say they've got that. a giant dumpy in their pants. So that's yeah. It still looks cool, even though it looks yeah. like a big Roomba, but you can't unsee that once you see the side-by-side. Uh, and also, some people say all black in the Vegas sun, bold move. So, oh, yeah, true that. Yeah. yeah, it might just start fires with right. the reflections. It, yeah, yeah, the field might just catch on, like, combust. Don't put any, like, shrubbery or tree in the parking lot, Eric. It's just going to no. burn them. Yeah, that grass better be fireproof yeah. that they play on because, uh, yep. interesting. Yeah, high likelihood. It still looks cool. All right, uh, last tragedy, guys. Um, so <laughs> yeah, take us for out this one, on a tragedy. Yeah, for this one, we're going to return to Thailand. And the story we all loved about those 12 soccer uh, players, um, the Thai soccer team that Cave got trapped watch. in that. We had a whole, yeah. whole, My yeah, favorite like, story, was it of 2019? Was it 2019? 2019. Or, or 2018? Oh, no, it was 20, 2018. Yeah. My favorite story of 2018 by far. Summer of 2018. What a time. Um, so they were, yeah, they got trapped in there. Their coach was like, hey, let's go in this cave. Then it rained. They couldn't get out. Uh, Elon was going to send a submarine. Uh, but instead, the kids were daringly rescued by, one by one by members of the elite diving team the, the, from the Thai uh, Royal Navy. Um, one of them uh, being the Thai um, was a, a guy who died during the rescue, right? He, yeah, his he oxygen was laying tank down right. oxygen tanks like in around yeah. f- prepping for the operation. And he yeah. was such a badass that he just like, you know, he worked so hard that he just died working and losing oxygen underwater. Yep. Um, and now, unfortunately, a second Royal uh, Thai Navy SEAL has died, Beirut Pakbara, um, who contracted a infection during the operation and eventually got into his blood. And he had been battling it ever since this, this fucking rescue. Wow. Um, and he finally succumbed to the infection after battling it for, for you know over almost a year and a half. So this right. happened so died like, directly know, as a result of the. Yeah. Helping yeah. to get the kids out. So that soccer exactly. coach, well, that Thai soccer coach murdered two Navy Thai Navy SEALs. Well, well, yep. I don't know. You could say that Vernon Unsworth did, because had he not made fun of Elon Musk's sub, oh, perhaps yeah. they would have used, used the sub. Mm, interesting. That yep. coach, maybe that coach was like 18 or something. He was, I know he was young. He was like 20 and he was coaching 12 year olds. And he ma- yeah. he was the one that told them, let's go in the cave. That guy should right. never be allowed to coach or lead children ever again. Yeah, I don't think that guy's around too much anymore. A lot of unanswered uh, questions with this situation. Yeah. yeah, so it's 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 I mean it's fucked up. The guy was a hero. He's saving lives and contracts some nah, weird. It is fucked up. Things killed yeah. so, so many of the. So Disney's got to write that into their uh, into their new movie, billion dollar movie we're going to see soon. Oh yeah, um, Disney all day on that. Yeah, um, and that's going to do it, guys. Let's get out of here. Uh, that's going to do, do it for it. Hard Factor. Hey, if we sounded rusty, it's because we are. Um, uh, I know that I personally have gained uh, at least 10 pounds over the break. Not oh, sure about you guys. Oh, easily. Yeah, easily. easily. I'm fat right now. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just been like diabetes, like worst nightmare up here. Um, But anyway, we're going to come back strong for you guys. Remember to get those predicted deposits in. We got, as Mark said, a ton of, you know, action in the in the year 2020 with the elections coming up and caucuses and all that shit. So be sure to ride with us. Um, We'll see you again. Not yeah tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, We will not see you on the first. So while you're out there, make sure you're safe. But anyway, we'll see you before then. And most importantly, have a great fucking day. Yeah, don't say goodbye. Say goodbye. Okay, get out of here. I'm gonna rock, right?